Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hello, everybody. Quick reminder before the episode to (laughs) please... Join our Patreon. Please and thank you. You can find us at patreon.com slash tossed popcorn. We put a lot of extra fun bonus content up there. You don't want to miss it. Please go and subscribe. We recently added a video of Liana looking at De Niro's bush. Oh, I forgot that that's up there. You can get more stuff like that. (laughs) Also, please rate us five stars if you love us and you love bush. Mm. Well, (laughs) yeah. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, it really continues to make a big difference. We need that momentum to keep going. Please and thank you. Spread the word about Tossed Popcorn. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Tell your middle school crushes. Tell everybody. Okay, here's the episode. Tossed Popcorn is a production of iHeartRadio. Hi, I'm Sienna Jacob. And me? I'm Liana Holston. And welcome to Tossed Popcorn, <laughs> yeah. the podcast <laughs> the podcast where two idiots watch every film on the AFI's 100 Greatest American Movies of All Time, the very slightly less racist 10th anniversary edition. That's right. This podcast is a safe space for people who don't know anything about movies. Today, we're watching North by Northwest. Not that I mind a slight case of abduction now and then, but I have tickets for the theater this evening. Number 55 on the AFI list. Warning, there will be spoilers about this directional old film. Yes. (laughs) Liana, have you seen North by Northwest? Of course not. (laughs) Oh, by now, yes. (laughs) Have you seen it? Trick question. (laughs) She got me again. Yeah, no, I hadn't seen it before. I didn't know. I knew Butchin was in it. Yes. I didn't know anything else. 
about it. Actually, let me play you my prediction of the film. Good morning, Sienna. Good morning. It's Liana. Oh. About to watch North by Northwest, which I know is Hitchcock. I know it is our butt chin boy. Yes. Grant. And I think this is the the plane movie where the plane chases. (laughs) Oh, Liana is looking very proud. So if I had to predict anything, she is posing. Maybe it's about a sentient biplane finally getting its revenge. Love you. Bye. I went a little whimsical at the end. (laughs) JJ the jet plane style. Okay. Uh, good job. (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen this in any classes or anything? I am sure. Okay. I think in some film class I took in college. It's also, I think it probably every Oscars. They play the clip of him running away oh. from the plane, and they're like, "Oh, cinema!" <laughs> People threw ass. People threw for so that much ass plane for that specific scene. biplane scene. Bi? That plane was by. <laughs> okay, <laughs> very brave. You know who else was by? Cary Grant. Really? Famously by boy. Oh my god, I didn't Google him at all. I love that. Oh, good for him. By is the plane he ran away from. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. Well, Liana, would you like to hear my prediction? I would love to. You're going to hate it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't remember much, but I remember what I was eating and you're going to hate this prediction. Was it eggs again? No. Okay. All right, ready? Wait, was it tuna? <laughs> no. Can I guess one more? Yes. Is it something that you eat often? It's, it's the same It's the same energy as tuna and eggs. Was it a smoothie? No. Uh, okay, let's find out. All right. Hi, Liana. This is Sienna. I am eating a Slim Jim and it is super hot outside, but I'm also about to watch North by Northwest. I know that our boy, Mr. Cary Grant, oh shit, Cary Butchin Grant himself was going to be in this. I also think it might be an Alfie, Alfie Hitchy movie, so it will probably be thrilling. A thriller, if you will. I know that there's a plane scene when a plane flies low over some dry grass. Yeah. Because you know we had to watch that scene in film classes galore. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> all right i love you goodbye wow i really had to turn down my volume for that prediction you came in hot i don't think i've seen slim jim sienna before i don't think you really eat that around me it changes me yeah i just think there's something about eggs tuna and slim jim all seem like something that a kit kittredge hobo would eat <laughs> well sienna yes <laughs> If we, I wonder if you are able to do probably not because you don't have one on hand, but like a Slim Jim summary. Oh, which I think is just you were talking so fast. Talking so fast. Uh, I might have to do that for this one, so we'll see what happens. Great. North by Northwest. Chaboy Hitchcock is at it again. <laughs> <clears throat> New York City ad man Thornhill, played by Cary Grant, uh-huh. gets mistaken for an elusive agent mm. named Kaplan. And kidnapped by a bad guy named Van Dam and his cronies. Nobody believes Thornhill when he tries to tell them that he was kidnapped. And as he seeks to get to the bottom of the mystery, he only gets framed for worse and worse <laughs> crimes. <laughs> Thornhill meets a woman on a train named Eve. Yep. Who turns out to be helping the bad guys, mm-hmm. but also <laughs> helping the good guys. Uh? In the end, he clears his name and gets married. (laughs) 
and I'm pretty sure the northwest part is that they all go to South Dakota. The end. <laughs> yes! Great summary. Very clean. Thank you. Yeah. Thank the power you. of a slim gym. Yep. Liana. Yes. I would love... Oh, it sounds like you've eaten one. I would love to hear the historical context on North by Northwest. Okay. A slim hello to all of you, and welcome to the historical context section for North by Northwest, a 1959 film directed by Alfred Hitchcock, as we know. It was meant to be like the Hitchcock picture to end all Hitchcock pictures. The writer of it was like, it's going to be so Hitchcock. (laughs) I was like, what does that mean? (laughs) That's like a different blonde woman. Okay. There was, because this was a 1959 movie, it was still sort of in the code years. So a line in the movie, I don't know if you clocked this in the train scene. Eve says something, but her mouth looks kind of fucked up while she says it. And I was like, what happened? What was that? And it turns out they had to dub a line. So the line, I never discuss love on an empty stomach, was originally, I never make love on an empty stomach. Okay. But the censors were like, no. (laughs) They let them get away with other things. It was very spicy, but that was too far. (laughs) Too risque, according to the censors. Just this year, this calendar year, on the Gregorian calendar, Time Out magazine named North by Northwest the greatest thriller ever made. So people continue to throw ass for it for some reason. Oh. (laughs) A little birth year moment. Cary Grant, born in 1904. Eva Marie Saint, who plays his love interest, born in 1924. Whoa! Jesse Royce Landis, who plays Cary Grant's mother, born eight years before Cary Grant. Oh my gosh. Wait, Cary Grant was like 55 in this? That was such impressively quick math. Oh, no, it's because I looked up how old she was because I always look up how old the actresses are. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can feel safe. He was 50. That's why he, I think that's why he was extra crispy in the movie. Uh-huh. I looked up why he's so tan and there were no answers <laughs> except for that they were like, he loved to tan. <laughs> it was so important for him to have tan skin. Yeah. He spent so much time in the sun. Wow. That was a real era for white people <laughs> just getting so tan. He just burned himself up. Yeah. The title of the film, North by Northwest. Before, there were many iterations of ideas of what to call the movie. One idea was The Man on Lincoln's Nose. (laughs) It would make more sense. Yeah, but it'd be so stupid. Other people think maybe the title is pulled sort of from a line from Hamlet. Okay. The play. In which he's talking to his friends Rosencrantz and Guildenstern, saying, I am ma- I am but mad north-northwest. When the wind is southerly, I know a hawk from a handsaw. Talking about the unreliability of his movements, and he was just, mm. he's, he was being a weirdo. Right. <laughs> essentially. Right. Being a freak. His friends were like, why are you being a freak? And he's like, no, no, I'm not, I'm not being weird. <laughs> I'm not a freak. When I'm normal, I'm very normal. The crop duster scene in North by Northwest. It was a Naval Aircraft Factory N3N biplane. Okay. Plane that was by. Those were built from 1935 to 1942 for military service. Because I was like, why is this plane, why is this crop plane shooting yeah. question mark bullets that was at surprising. this man? I don't, think they, I don't think you need to shoot crops. Like, I don't think that's a thing. <laughs> that one's <Maybe>. bad. <laughs> Get it up. The Naval Aircraft Factory N3N was the last biplane in military service. They were like, all right, we got to stop <laughs> doing biplanes in war. That's not, come on. It was retired in 1959, the year that this movie came out. 
And then many were purchased post-war by agricultural aerial spraying firms. So that's why this actually was just like a farm plane that was previously a war plane. That's fascinating. It actually makes sense. Okay. Mount Rushmore. Uh (laughs) All right. Okay. You guys. Let's hear this energy. Come on. Carved on the granite face of a mountain in the Black Hills between the years 1927 to 1941, to say it has a checkered history would be a bit of an understatement. (laughs) It is built on sacred native land. It was sculpted by a man with ties to the KKK. Um, The Lakota called it Six Grandfathers Mountain. It had been a place for prayer and devotion for native people of the Great Plains. Donovan Sprague, who is the head of the history department at Sheridan College uh, in Wyoming and a member of the Cheyenne River Sioux tribe, says, quote, it's the center of the universe for our people. And in 1868, the U.S. government actually recognized this in the Treaty of Fort Laramie, in which they gave the Lakota exclusive use of the Black Hills. They were like, we acknowledge that this is a sacred space for your people here. Have have at it. 1868, that happened. By 1877, the U.S. had broken that treaty because it turned out there was gold yep. in uh-huh. the region. It's so depressing when we go back. It on sucks so much. It, it it remains a protest site today. I mean, come on, they carved four white guys' Could faces into it. More Absolutely insulting. unhinged. The sculptor, again, the guy with ties to the KKK, they originally had talked about putting, um, like. Uh, explorers i think like a member of a first nations tribe had been floated as like one of the faces to put on the mountain talking about the history of the west and the sculptor was like no this is going to be a testament to american exceptionalism we are going to put presidents who were instrumental in the country's expansion on this mountain it is it sucks (laughs) it just sucks it also was literally like just for tourism yeah, like yeah, nobody asked so. for it. He was just like, "Yeah, we need to get more people coming to South Dakota." I think I, I think that's right. <laughs> the land has not been given back, nor has anything been done to add like a new face acknowledging the past. Mm. Like it's a very sort of surface level, like America, yeah, site, even today. Ugh. And <laughs> the reason I bring that up is because Mount Rushmore is a huge location by, at the climax of this film right lincoln's nose lincoln's the man on lincoln's nose Mm -hmm. absolutely all right um finally (laughs) okay something called operation mincemeat okay (laughs) (laughs) all right so the premise of the movie north by northwest yeah the cia has invented a fake agent yes to kind of do some espionage right British intelligence uh, kind of did this during World War II. Of course it's British when they use the name mincemeat. <laughs> I'm so, I'm, Sienna, they made a Netflix movie about this, which I didn't know, and it came out this year, and it stars Colin Firth. No. And I am so excited to watch it. Yes! I don't care if it's bad or not. I gotta watch Operation Mincemeat. It's called Operation Mincemeat. <laughs> Okay, so the purpose of this operation was to disguise a 1943 Allied invasion of Sicily. They dressed a corpse as a major in the Royal Marines. So a bit different. They didn't invent a fake 
person who didn't actually exist. They took the body of a person and made up like a fake identity for them. Um, the body was a body of a homeless laborer who had oh. swallowed rat poison. Oh, God. And they dressed them up as a major in the Royal Marines. Um, gave the, the corpse a false identity of Captain Acting Major William Martin and included identifying documents and other sort of evidence like a ticket to the theater and a receipt for an engagement ring and a okay. photo of his fiance wow. on his person and also on his person in addition to those they planted documents purporting that the targets for the upcoming invasion were Greece and Sardinia and that Sicily was meant to be sort of a faint like a fake out landing place <laughs> <laughs> on April 30th uh -huh. of 1943 the body of quote unquote Martin was quote Launched into the sea. <laughs> End quote. From the submarine HMS Seraph. Oh my god! It drifted off the Spanish coast for like a mile and then was recovered by Spanish authorities who then passed these secret documents along to German intelligence officers. Nazi sympathizers in Spain passed these secret documents along. And as a result, Germans doubled the number of troops sent to Sardinia and had many more transferred to Greece and the Balkans. So... On the 9th of July of 1943, when the Allies invaded Sicily, it was a huge surprise to the Germans. But we found this corpse in the sea. <laughs> this corpse was launched. <laughs> you're telling me someone just launched this here? <laughs> what, you're telling me a guy drank rat poison and now we have to go back to Sicily? And the island of Sicily was fully captured by the Allies in wow. just over a month. Operation Mincemeat, baby. Okay. Extremely crafty, disrespectful yeah. to the dead. <laughs> wow. And that is the end of the historical context for North by Northwest. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're welcome. Are you a fictional government agent created for Cold War reasons? <laughs> we'll be right back. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid Mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge 
indulges your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Now, Sienna. Yes? At what point did you remember that this is a woman we had seen before? Immediately. Mm. (laughs) I was so excited to see her. Well, great job. (laughs) Our leading lady from On the Waterfront. Uh Uh-huh. When did you, Liana, figure out that Eva... Okay. When they were playing with title cards and I saw Eva Marie Saint, Eva Marie Saint, I was like, that's that name. We've seen it before. Okay. Today, when Google imaging her... One photo came up where her hair was much more like it was in On the Waterfront, which is not much different from how it was in this uh-huh. film. And I was like, oh, oh, the water, the pigeons, the pigeon movie. I She's knew it. The, the pigeon woman. The pigeon priest woman. Yes. All right, everybody. Now it is time for phone notes in which we read the notes that the other person took on their phone while watching this film. I continue to be disappointed by Hitchcock films because I always think they're going to be spooky. You love intrigue. I want to be spooked. You want to be intrigued. I long... Okay, my two things that I want this autumn. Yeah. I want to be spooked (laughs) and I want my cheeks to be clapped respectfully. Liana said that off mic before this (laughs) and it sent me into orbit. (laughs) That's what's on her mood board. My mood board. Please respect that. A bit of spook and separately, I don't want my cheeks to be clapped in a spooky way. That needs to be respectful. That would be respectful. This is very spooky, the way that my cheeks are being clapped right now. I love when we have the same thought. You wrote, why is this guy so obsessed with calling his mom? Well, and I wrote, this guy really needs to get in contact with his mom. He was freaking out. He was like, I have to call my mom. I gotta get her. He was talking to his adult secretary. (laughs) It's not going to be a child. I get what you mean. But that's not quite, that's not quite right as the critique. That's not the thing that's Sometimes annoying about Sometimes you have a thought, it. you gotta start talking. <laughs> see where it goes. What do you do? I'm an adult secretary. I only draw penises. 
Okay, yes. The way that he is able to get kidnapped so effectively, Mm -hmm. and I don't know how they planned this, but he's getting out of the car and he yells to his secretary. He's like, please call my mom, which I guess he's supposed to do every day. And then he's like, wait, no, my mom's in bridge. Mm -hmm. You won't be able to call her. Mm -hmm. And then he runs in and he's like, oh my gosh, you guys, I'm so distracted. I just don't know how my my secretary is going to try to call my mom and she's not going to be home. She's not home. And I was like, I I don't. The stakes aren't that high I don't when understand somebody's not at home. The stakes of that. No, he was very concerned. He was flipping out. And as we know, it's not like his mom was on the brink of death. She was five years older than him. They just had to go to the theater. <laughs> like, he, worst case, they could have just met at the, the Winter Garden Theater. Yeah. But he freaks out, mm-hmm. stands up, starts walking to a phone, uh-huh. and two cronies grab him. Yeah. They say, you're not going anywhere. He is trying to flag down a server at the restaurant to be like, I have to send a wire to my mom yeah. while the server is saying, Kaplan, Kaplan, and is anybody Kaplan? So while he's flagging him down and the guy comes over, the cronies are watching that and thinking, oh, okay, that's Kaplan. That's who we're going to grab. I didn't know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, man, they are just set on this when guy. You, when you said how he's able to get kidnapped, I was like, okay, <laughs> I understand. Not for a second that there I questioned. Was a no question in my mind. So you thought they meant to kidnap this guy the whole time? Yeah, I figured oh, he like no. looked like his description or something. I don't know. He They make a point later to be like, look how short this guy's suit is. Yeah, I thought that was strange. Oh. <laughs> and then they were like, you're taller than we thought. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Even now I'm going back and it wasn't a problem. <laughs> yeah. So just so you know, while watching this film, you don't have to have every all the information. No. It still clicks. And they do. I'm going to jump right to the scene at the CIA where they explain the entire exposition of the film. You mean the scene where they go, exposition, exposition? Mm-hmm. No, exposition, exposition. How are you? Did you do okay in that scene? I have the rewind button, so... <laughs> <laughs> it's installed on my remote. <laughs> it's installed. Did you rewind? Oh. <laughs> Can you do sort of an impression of what it was like since you have a good grasp on sort of what happened? Like, they were like, um, they were like, all right, CIA meeting, here we all are, and we have to talk about this fake person we've made up named Kaplan. Now, Kaplan is fake. He's not real, but we booked a hotel room for him, and we had a suit pressed, and we made phone calls on his behalf. Now, unfortunately, this other taller man has now been mistaken for Kaplan, and we were going to get him out of it, but then somebody got knifed at the UN. So, now, we can't do anything, because that guy is going to pretend to be Kaplan so that this bad guy we're chasing after thinks that Kaplan is real. Great meeting, really good scene in a film. I loved it. And then a character goes, we all know that. (laughs) And then a woman goes, what do we do? (laughs) And that is cinema. (laughs) Oh my gosh, wait, this is a great question. Thank you. You've said, Sienna, do you think you'd crack jokes while kidnapped? What would you do? I was also wondering, what would you do? (laughs) This is our segment, what would you do? What would you do? If you... (laughs) We're trying to call your mom uh-huh. while having a bougie lunch and then inadvertently got kidnapped uh-huh. and taken to a very gorgeous mansion upstate. He it, was having fun. He was making the most of the situation. Was, witticisms were flying. One thing I will give, I'm going to give one thing to Hitchcock. Uh-oh. Quippy dialogue. Yeah, but he doesn't write the movies. What? <laughs> <laughs> This movie was written by a guy named like Ethan or something. I like um I I know I've had that awareness. I've known he hasn't written them. Oh my god. 
But I also like refuse to accept that information. It's maybe like a co-creating thing, but yeah. there definitely was a writer. It is his it is his vibe in all the things he makes. A a clever sort of British take here. Mm, mm-hmm. A clever little British way of saying that here. Yeah. You know. And Cary Grant was slinging him. One where they lock him in the room, they're like, wait here. And he's like, oh, good, I'll catch up on my reading. Yeah. And it's just a room full of books. And I was like, ah, he was making fun. it very fun. I think it was inspiring to me. I'd like to do that if I am kidnapped. And when they gave him the stuff to drink, you know I would have just drunk it myself. 100%. I could not believe that he didn't <laughs> die. Okay. They, I thought they had some more clever way <laughs> of, like, they were going to do something to make him fall asleep. They just wanted to give him alcohol poisoning. They fed him so much bourbon. Yeah. When a, he wouldn't cooperate, pint? when he wouldn't cooperate, they said, all right, we're going to get this bottle. And they poured a shot. <laughs> it was fully up like a Guinness sized glass. And they just kept pouring. And then the scene ended. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> and then he's super drunk. And, he was, and I guess the plan was that he was going to they were going to fake like a drunk driving accident right. off a cliff in a Mercedes. And I also was like, first of all, where are these cliffs in upstate New York? I didn't know about these. <laughs> Maybe they're there. I just don't know. <laughs> Think about but that. I love that you've written jokes on you. Mid-century businessmen are amazing drunk drivers. He killed it. <laughs> and he didn't kill anyone. <laughs> they released him into the wild to drive off a cliff. And he was like, Arr. he really went like sport mode. It was like watching an Audi commercial. He literally drove until he wasn't drunk anymore. <laughs> <laughs> he just kept driving. He drove I for did so think long. I was like he's gonna sober up by yeah. the end of this, and then he got pulled over. But it was crazy. I couldn't believe nobody died. He is arrested, of course, yes, taken of course. into custody. Yeah, you've said what I also wondered, which is okay. Why is his mom there? I didn't know why his mom needed to be there. His first phone call was to her, and that made sense. She went and bailed him out. But then after the trial, the detectives <laughs> go back to the house where he was kidnapped with him and also his mom i at and first she's just there to like bully him yeah she is a disapproving and extremely skeptical mother because she just kept being like huh. Huh. i don't believe it my <laughs> son's an idiot i hate my son i hate god i hate my son don't the stupidest the word he man says. i know you should definitely arrest and try to kill him they didn't even imply that like he's usually really r- reckless or anything she was just no. like i hate him yeah he's probably he probably did it <laughs> Okay, Liana, you've said, take me to the United Nations. One does not simply walk into Mordor. Okay, that's the Lord of the Rings reference. <laughs> I couldn't believe. I couldn't believe that scene. I When he got knifed f- through the air, and then Cary Grant was like, oh no, you've been stabbed. And then the whole room was like, Cary Grant stabbed that man. Well, why'd he grab the knife? It was very stupid of him to grab the knife, but how did nobody clock a knife flying through the air? <laughs> Especially, honestly, ow, at the UN, I feel like you are going to be more knife aware uh-huh. than in any other yeah. location. People, There's people whose whole job is to look out for flying knives at the UN. How did they miss that? Okay, Liana has said, if I were Cary Grant, what would you do? <laughs> I would simply get a hat and a mustache. The whole time, he had these tiny sunglasses, the same suit he'd been wearing. And he was like, I'm now in disguise. No one can tell who I am. <laughs> and He's they like kept, six foot nine in yeah. Grand Central Station. They also kept telling who he was. Everyone was like, here's the guy. <laughs> 
And then they call the cops on him. He was on the front page of every newspaper. His photo was behind the desk at Grand Central Station. <laughs> and he didn't try at all to get a disguise. He's in New York City. He's in he's an advertising sales. He should have advertised himself as a completely different man. You're an ad man. Come on. You should know better than anybody Change about the narrative. <laughs> bye, bye, spin, bye. Spin, spin, spin. <laughs> spin yourself as a different human, you idiot. What a dummy. It's annoying when they're bad at crime. Yeah. But lucky him, he ran into a real baddie on the train. Uh-huh. And she said, we both clocked this, quote, I'm 26 and unmarried. Yeah. And Sienna, you wrote, now you know literally everything there is to know about me, a woman. <laughs> she really, I think she says, I'm Eve Kendall. I'm 26 and unmarried. There. Now you know everything. Or something. And I was like, I think that Hitchcock really thinks that's everything. That's it. Yeah. If she's blonde... 26 and unmarried. I don't need to know anything else. I'm unmarried. Which I sort of get because she, you could tell she also wanted to get her cheeks clapped respectfully (laughs) on the train. You could tell. So you could tell because she was in that moment. She did tell him everything that he needed to know. Right. In order to get her cheeks clapped respectfully. She could just say that's everything. Yeah. That you need to know. Yeah. It's like, girl, it's not everything about you. You have interests. You have hobbies. You're a spy. You're literally a spy. Tell him that. Don't tell him that. (laughs) Don't tell him that. (laughs) You know, maybe she was just being good at her job. You could tell she wanted to get her cheeks clapped because... Respectfully. To be clear, respectfully. (laughs) To be clear, she was very explicitly saying, let's have sex. Yeah. And not just that, but she's like, I'm going to blackmail you until you do it with me. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I know that you're a fugitive, but you're really hot. Yeah. So come bone me in the train compartment. Literally what her proposition was. She's like, I know exactly who you are. Love your face. Uh, And I'm going to be, I don't like my book. (laughs) My book is so boring. Will you clap my cheeks? (laughs) respectfully <laughs> respectfully how did you like their horniness because they were really all over each other loved it until i learned about the age gap but at, that aside at least she was 35 like at least they were both grown people it is insane really that he was 55 doing years math old. on this episode oh no you googled it before i googled okay, it. okay okay yes she had a bit more agency than like a 19 year old right which would is have usually what it is. <laughs> usually what it is um I also appreciated that it was like a woman going after what she wanted rather yeah. than like being coerced or yeah. like seduced by a man. Uh-huh. Everything after it was so annoying. They were yeah. like, she, he clapped her cheeks so respectfully that she fell in love with him yeah. and doesn't even want to be a spy anymore. And I was like, okay. Yeah. I, you, you don't get cheeks clapped respectfully to the point that you leave your career. That's not yeah. what it is. That's not how that works. And then later they're like, well, she had to clap your cheeks. That's why she was a big slut. <laughs> <laughs> if she didn't she'd be killed <laughs> she had to clap your cheeks to save her own <laughs> life give me your cheeks <laughs> i gotta clap them or i'll be taken out are you stuck on lincoln's nose god that sounds sexual we'll be right back <laughs> no it doesn't <laughs> oh now it does The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. You've written everyone run away, probably. Yes. What's that? Okay. So later, actually, this is a similar note from you. Oh. Is, yes, bitch, into the corn you go. Oh, the plane. So we get to the, the plane. bisexual plane. We get to the bisexual plane. <laughs> we have the bisexual running from the bisexual plane. <laughs> now that's a cheek clap. <laughs> that plane was clapping his cheeks. <laughs> so the plane is trying disrespectfully, to I would say. <laughs> he's running away. He's saying, "This is Stop very clapping my cheeks. Very disrespectful." <laughs> Oh, I wish you would stop clapping my cheeks in this way. I do not feel respected. So he 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 launches himself into the corn. Yeah, and you do get a glimpse of a butt. Do you? I mean, it's in pants, but it's a good butt. You get like the the peachy outline. Yeah, yeah. Of a good butt. You like his butt in that moment? Okay. You don't really see it mm, for the most of the. You film. do see it a couple times in that scene. He does because he keeps throwing himself on the ground. Yeah, ass up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I saw it too for a respectful cheek clapping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't oh oh um he throws himself into the corn yeah uh and then inhales so much of the i was like what do they spray crops with because yeah. it seems like it is extremely toxic like dude don't inhale <laughs> simply don't breathe carrie 
What did you think of the plane sequence? Oh, well, so what I said mm. about run away, probably. Yeah, you have oh said, my God. yeah, always a good idea to walk toward the burning tank of oil. So, so the plane somehow, <laughs> this is where I was like, all right, because sometimes when a man makes a film, he'll put something in there that you're like, oh, okay, you just kind of wanted to do that. Like yeah. the deer hunter, it was Russian roulette. 100%. This movie, it was, they wanted a bisexual p- plane to chase a bisexual. Yeah. And fine, but then they had the plane crash yeah. into an oil truck. No, you can feel when they're like, we're going to put an explosion somewhere yeah. and audiences are going to fucking it's love gonna it. It's going to be great. And I was like, okay, but who is piloting the bisexual plane? Yeah. Who is driving this truck? Like, that actually doesn't really make sense. Yeah. Like, they just sh- sent him to a cornfield to have him get hit by a plane? Like, there's right. a much easier way to kill a person. So, sort of what happens is that the plane goes, <laughs> and it goes right over him, because he can keep he goes getting... goes like, here, we'll do it in a sonic experience way. Yeah. <laughs> oh! <laughs> That's him jumping to the ground. <laughs> oh! <laughs> That's him going into the corn maze. <laughs> stop truck you stop, must truck. stop truck truck stop here now and it does and it does it goes and he slides under it yes he sort of claps the truck's cheeks <laughs> he sort of claps the che- cheeks his with the road and then uh and the plane the plane crashes <laughs> into the and it didn't see it seems like it was intentional I feel like the plane could have avoided the truck. Yeah, there's a lot of things that weren't the truck <laughs> that it could have flown in. It could keep flying through the sky, for example. Uh-huh. The corn, a huge option. But it was trying to the get him. The open road. And it got scared. And it, Oh, I guess that's what it, it was trying to hit him. Yeah. So it was doing whatever it was. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well. Uh, uh. And then they're like, oh, it's going to blow. Yes. Yeah. Pretty dumb. Yeah, a little bit dumb. You've said... How do these women always fall in love with these men? I simply do not believe it. Are they so good at clapping cheeks that it's just like an unfathomable... There is absolutely no way that they're good at it. <laughs> Great point, first of all. And second of all, it's it's just always crazy to me. Like, this keeps happening with these femme fatale, femmes fatale yeah. who are like, oh, I tried to manipulate you, but then god damn it i fell in love with you her origin story is so annoying too because it was so badass that she was their agent yeah and then she's like the reason the reason i became an agent (laughs) i didn't mean to do that (laughs) Uh the reason i became an agent is because i fell in love with the bad guy and i started following the bad guy around and then they came to me and they said um if you're already in love with the bad guy, will you will you will you follow him around for us? Is that true? Yeah. Ah, that's what she said. She, oh, I missed that. She was into Van Damme, and she was like, no. and I really wanted to get married to him. Hee <laughs> hee. But then they came and they said, will you follow him around? And I said, you know what? I haven't done anything else interesting before, so I guess I will. Oh my god. But now I'm gonna marry you and stop being a spy. Ew, that's so annoying. It was so annoying. Wow. It's like, can't you just be a baddie? No. This not is the ever. first time he's put a woman in a cool role instead of just killing her. Right. <laughs> Fuck. I know. I missed that part. That sucks. It was so annoying. Boo. Boo. <laughs> Sienna, you said, IDK, maybe leave the shawl. <laughs> do you I remember that, that moment? It got stuck and they were like, God, we got to get this shawl uh, back. And I was like, I don't think you do. I really think you can go without a shawl. As of all the garments, it's the one you can most easily leave behind. Did you hear the crazy line that he said after that? When no. they were in the car? It was something like, I see you brought the pumpkin. <laughs> it made no sense. What was he talking about? I have no idea. Was it because she was wearing orange? Maybe. 
Maybe that's, yeah, she retrieved the shawl and he was like, wow, oh, pumpkin. <laughs> Can Cary Grant see? I don't, I can't be sure about that. He was wearing sunglasses the whole time. <laughs> but we don't know. Oh, the big orange thing must be a pumpkin. Oh, a pumpkin? I'm going to clap its cheeks. <laughs> that line was improvised. <laughs> Every now and then there's a few things where he's going to say, I think it's a pumpkin. Yes, you said the titular Northwest. That little airport at the end. They're going into a little airport. And it says on the top above the doorway, Northwest. Oh. And I was like, oh, okay. But I think that came after the title of the movie. Because I was like, oh, I guess it's the Northwest Airport. But then what's North by it? I think the title's actually really bad. North by? (laughs) By? Okay. All right. They were outing (laughs) Cary Grant. (laughs) Now I get it. (laughs) Very progressive of them. He's tall, North. He's bisexual. Bye. Bye. Uh, uh. It's the Northwest. It's the Northwest. Well, Sienna, shall we move in a Northwesterly direction? Ah. To our segment, Badges and Tragedies. Please. I feel like we should do these with a Slim Jim, like a a recently had a Slim Jim energy. Yes. Let's both eat a Slim Jim. (laughs) Eat. Okay. This is the segment where we give badges for bisexuals and tragedies for biplanes. I have a badge for a train. Oh, wonderful to spend time on a train. I have a badge for the line, you're late and I'm tired, when his secretary wanted to take a taxi instead <laughs> of walking. I have a badge for older women getting to speak. There were a few older women characters and it was more fun than when they don't get to speak. <laughs> badge for a nice mansion. Oh, yeah. Badge for bribing your own mom with money. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> badge for, quote, I have tickets to the theater this evening. As someone who has said that in even a medical context, I love it. Badge for Cary Grant's charcoal gray and jet black color mix throughout this. You love that suit? I, I was, his dark hair with his bluish suit. People I mean, I threw ass for that suit. Really? Somebody was like, it is the best suit <laughs> in cinema. I think I agree with that. A badge for lying down on the nearest horizontal surface. <laughs> when he's really drunk at the police station, he climbs up on a table. And I was like, yeah. yeah. Someone needed to give that man some water. <laughs> oh, a badge for a badass taxi driver. When he's like, get me to the UN. He's like, hey, listen, I'm being followed. Can you do anything? And the taxi driver is like, yeah, I can do something. <laughs> and then he gets him to the UN. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> badge for a gorgeous sunset. Aw. Yeah. Badge for cone. <laughs> It's a badge for corn, but I'm imitating the corn kid from TikTok fame. Oh, it's corn. Badge for myself predicting that the plane scene was from this movie. <laughs> okay. That's great. Huge badge. That's great. I clapped mine own cheeks. <laughs> You've heard of hoisted by mine own petard? <laughs> <laughs> this was the opposite. <laughs> Oh, badge for the dress that she wears at the hotel scene. Mm, That was a good one. Is amazing. Badge for a park ranger punching him in the face. I also have a badge for that. Yay. We must make a meme of that shot. Okay. (laughs) A badge for such satisfying and effective cursive, Carrie. (gasps) My final badge is a badge for this handwriting. Okay. I just got chills. (gasps) When he writes on the matchbook uh-huh. in cursive. It was hot. It was really that good work. That is some hot handwriting. That handwriting clapped my cheeks. <laughs> it's the new, like, that really floats my boat. Yeah. That really claps my cheeks. Um, I have a lot more badges. <laughs> oh, boy. Badge for 
great hand acting Eve when he throws down the matchbook at her. She uh-huh. has to pick it up and act like she just saw, noticed it and be surprised and be scared, mm. mostly with her hands. Okay. It was all from the back. Mm-hmm. Uh, badge for, no, they didn't give me a chaser. Mm-hmm. That was funny. Yeah. Badge for the horny lady in the hospital. No. I hated that. You hated that? I hated that so much. Is that your tragedy? No. No. All right, then. <laughs> oh, whoa. Okay, it is now. I'm kidding, oh, I'm my kidding. God. I'm kidding, oh, I'm kidding. Oh, my God. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> I liked the horny lady. Why didn't you like her? Because it was so stupid and annoying and hitchcocky. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, badge for tense and engaging house scene. The one scene where I was like, oh. this is a suspense film, mm-hmm. was the one in the house. Yeah. At the end. Yeah. It's Hitchcock doing his thing. And mm-hmm. then badge for her little slippers in the very last scene. When they lean in married. Oh. Um, against their marriage because it made them both boring. But yeah. she was wearing the cutest little slippers that I would love to wear. Oh, love that. They just did it differently back then when it came to slippers. All right. Tragedies. <laughs> a trage for the way that guy held a cigarette. One of the cronies held a cigarette in the, in the weakest way. <laughs> I've ever seen anyone hold anything. It was... Gave me the ick. Did not clap your cheeks. My cheeks were unclapped. <laughs> I have a tragedy for fat phobia. The very first thing that uh, Cary Grant says is he's like, am I heavy? Oh, yeah. Think thin. Oh, yeah. I hate fat. It's <laughs> like, what? Oh. Tragedy for telling your mom to shut up. No one should be allowed to say shut up to their mother. I don't think it is respectful. <laughs> It's true. I think it's a very good rule of thumb. Trage for, I'm a big girl and in all the right places too. Okay, that's just gross. That just sounded gross. You guys saying that? I hated that. Trage for that guy's hand on the woman's neck, Van Damme's hand on the back of her neck. Oh yeah. Trage for just the sexist rage that Carrie has, Mm -hmm. the slut shaming rage he has for her. Do you have a similar one? My next tragedy is for him calling her a slut when he also was a slut. He literally, when he finds out that she's working with the bad guys, he's less mad at the guys who want to kill him mm-hmm. than he's at her for wh- having sex with him. Yeah. He's she, he's so mad at her. He's, he's so like, mad that this, she clapped his cheeks. I can't believe this woman. Do you know about this dirty, dirty woman? Uh, and finally, a tramp? Yeah. Come on. And finally, the CIA guy is like, you know that she probably had to do that for her job. Also, like, the other guys want to kill you. And he's like, oh, I feel bad. Oh, no. Oh. Well, now that a man pointed it out. So it just becomes extremely sexist. Mm-hmm. Trage for, quote, she'd become emotionally in love. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> That's how you do it. <laughs> okay. And final trage. It's actually, I'm not mad at anyone. But how are actresses at this time so good at taking off shoes in a beautiful way? These actresses can take off a shoe with perfect posture and look just gorgeous. You know what I think it was? What? Pantyhose. The shoe is so much easier to slip off. Oh, so they can just, whoop, mm-hmm. instead of having to grab it and sort yeah. of yank it. Mm-hmm. Not as much yanking. No. Nobody thinks about that with the, the death of the pantyhose. Trage for, quote, an attractive blonde in her late 20s, end quote. First of all, she's a woman, not just an attractive piece of cheek. Second of all, 26 is not late 20s, okay? 26 is at, at, at latest early, early 20s, especially in this town. <laughs> Trage for what zoning laws allowed them to build a huge house in walking distance from Mount Rushmore? <laughs> I don't believe it. 
Tragic for for a spy, she's pretty helpless. <laughs> she couldn't really do anything. When they were rappelling down Mount Rushmore, she was like, I don't know what to do. And I was like, ma'am, you are the spy. You're the spy. And finally, a trage for that was a terrible scene transition. Which the one? way that Hitchcock ends his movies is bad, okay? Yeah. He doesn't know how to do it. None of them have been good. <laughs> this one was no different. They're looking at each other and she's like screaming on a cliff and then he pulls her into the bed of a train compartment. That was bad. And I said, boo. Yeah. Well, Liana, mm. now that we've done badges and trages, yes. shall we move on to our next segment? Please. How to pretend you've seen this film. This is for you are in a hotel lobby mm-hmm. trying to get a hold of your mom. You are calling her and calling her and she will not pick up and Kaplan and Kaplan comes up to you. <laughs> Kaplan comes up to you and he says, trying to get a hold of your mom, huh? Mm. I love my mom. Mm, I bribe her all the time. Mm-hmm. Actually, I hate her. <laughs> And she hates me. And she hates me, too. She keeps coming to my trials, and I keep saying, you don't help. Uh, But you know what Calling Your Mom reminds me of? Oh, such a good movie, such a good movie. Perhaps the movie to end all movies, Mm, they say. A movie with a title that makes so much sense. (laughs) My favorite title. Mm. North by Northwest, I am going to tell you so much about it. And in order to stop Kaplan Kaplan from clapping his cheeks at you... About this movie, we're gonna give you a few sentences you can say to pretend you've seen the film North by Northwest. Oh, yes, I've seen North by Northwest, Kaplan. You know, one of the most famous set pieces in cinema is that plane scene with the biplane. <laughs> Very famous. I know it, I've seen it. Mm. Kaplan. And I pop out from right behind you and I say, actually, Kaplan, an additional fun fact, that plane was bisexual. (laughs) And then I pop out from behind you (laughs) and I say, Kaplan, another thing. I have seen this film and to prove it, I'll tell you the matchbook. The matchbook is a great example of plant and payoff in movies. You see it up top and then it comes back towards the end. And then I crawl out from between your legs. (laughs) Uh huh. I crawl out from between your legs and I say, Kaplan, I'm sorry, we have to go because a very tall man just walked into this hotel and we have no place to sleep tonight, so we're gonna go have to have some trout with him. And I, ignoring that, crawl on top of your head like a possum. <laughs> and I say, Kaplan! Kaplan! And I am wobbling. <laughs> <laughs> Kaplan, I also forgot to say one fun fact earlier, which is that Hitchcock said to Ava Marie Saint, he said, girl, you do not need to do these dramatic movies like that freaking pigeon movie. <laughs> what women want to see is they don't want to see a movie in front of a sink because they spend all day in front of the sink already. Mm-hmm. So don't do that. And to that, Ava said, well, I like those dramas, so I'm going to keep doing them. Ooh. So, a fun fact for you about how our man sees women. Mm-hmm. And then we wobble so much that you start to get very dizzy. You say, whoa! <laughs> and I say, Kaplan, a little fun fact. This is actually how Hitchcock got the idea for the film Vertigo. <laughs> Oh, 
callback to a few of our separate old Hitchcock episodes. Please go listen. I'm a man on Lincoln's walls. <laughs> and now that you have sent Kaplan far, far, far northwest, mm. we may move on to our segment. Should you watch this or where we save you time yes. mm-hmm. by telling you if you should watch this or do something else. Uh, Liana. No, you you don't need to watch this movie. What you could watch instead is a piece of art that has a far better auction scene in it. And that would be the filming of the live performance (laughs) of the 25th anniversary performance of The Phantom of the Opera as performed at the Royal Albert Concert Hall in London, England. I think last time you said that whole thing, I cut it. (laughs) (laughs) I own it on iTunes. It is perfection. Wow. That auction scene is so good. I'll show it to you after this. Okay. (laughs) It doesn't sound like I have a choice. (laughs) Uh, What would you say? I have a recommendation if you like to be thrilled, if you like thrilling things. Okay. you would hate it, Leona. You oh, hate it so much. Is it a Slim Jim? <laughs> yeah, it's called a Slim Jim. <laughs> it's so thrilling. It is thrill to eat. <laughs> Actually, that's a good recommendation. Um, <laughs> I do like the show The Flight Attendant. That was a recent one that is like a thriller. Mae Martin is on that. There is a lot of blood. Oh. Yes, Mae Martin is on it. Second se- season two. Yes. It was just, I was thinking, it's on a plane. It's oh, like yeah. traveling, mm-hmm. you know. Espionage, I espionage, believe. Espionage, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of the same stuff uh, going on. But it's sort of modern day. And the outfits, ooh, the outfits. Ooh. That's really why I'm tuning in. Some people had problems with season two. I thought the outfits were great. <laughs> yeah, so you can check that out if you're looking for something of today that is thrilling and uh, doesn't have too many scenes, in my opinion. Love that. Great, Rick. Sienna, what would you rate the film? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> North by Northwest. Can you go first? Do you know? I I just didn't really care about it. Like, I wasn't offended by it as yeah. I have been. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't as offended by it as I have been many of the movies that we've had to watch, especially recently. Yeah. And it wasn't impossible to watch because there wasn't really any gruesome violence. Mm-hmm. But I, I just didn't really care. I would give it one out of five cheeks clapped. <laughs> Only one of the two cheeks was clapped that day. It was fine. Yeah. It. Some of it was sort of interesting. There were some jokes in there that I enjoyed. I thought Cary Grant was fun to watch. Yeah. Did not enjoy the age difference between him and his co-leads. And it was pretty slow moving. Yeah. Yeah, this is an interesting one. I liked Ava Marie Saint Mm -hmm. a lot. And I I love Cary Grant in a lot of things. And some parts were fun. Um, I I I guess I'll give it a, a two. Two, two Cary Grants. <laughs> let's just let's just be real. That's what we're here for. Yeah. Two Cary Grants out of five. It was fine. It wasn't the worst thing on the list. I think I usually give ones to ones I don't like as much. So mm. I guess like, I'll give her a two. Um, and I loved that suit. I mean, come on. <laughs> that was a great suit. All right. The Slim Jim of suits. The sl- it was a Slim Jim of suits. Yeah. And their horniness was delightful. Yeah. So sure. That's what I'm feeling. Sure. Sure. Well, everybody, there you go. That has been North by Northwest. 
Thank you so much for listening. Oh, remember to follow us uh, at Toss Popcorn on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. More importantly, even than that, our Patreon. Our Patreon. Please subscribe. It really makes a difference yeah. in our day-to-day lives. And the more people that are there, we have more incentive to do fun things. We have a fun Discord server. If you want to hop in the Toss Popcorn group chat, mm-hmm. it's a great little vibe. It's going to be cute and using our creative little minds. We post deleted scenes on there. We post exclusive memes. Uh-huh. There is content that you are going to want to see on that Patreon. Trust us. Uh-huh. And we'll see you next week when we will be watching... No! Are you fucking kidding me? Jaws! <laughs> my my cheeks have been so unclapped <laughs> by this reveal. I am cheekless. <laughs> Boom! Wow, we well we'll see you next ah! week on Tust Popcorn. Thank you. We love you. Bye. 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 Bisexual. Oh. You can find us on Instagram as at Sienna Jekyll and at Liana Holston. Please check the description for the spelling of our dumb names. We put out episodes every Tuesday, so make sure to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. See you next week on Tossed Popcorn. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, check the iHeartRadio app. I should have told people to go to the Pacific Northwest. Fuck, stupid, stupid. No, you tell them that every time. (laughs) Oh, yeah. They already know. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.